If you follow me on Twitter or if you've been reading my blog for some time, you've probably heard me refer to Jane at What About Mom blog or seen my replies to Jane. Anyway, Jane is my wife, and on her blog, she refers to me as Dick and her kids as Sally, Susan, and Spot, all pseudonyms. We do have real names, of course. I'm Tom, and she's Shannon. And last week, Jane was invited to present about Twitter to a group of students at Brigham Young University in Provo. This is the same university where we both met and majored in English and and, uh, fell in love and things like that. Her presentation on Twitter is about 15 minutes long, and this podcast is a recording of her presentation. If you'd like to learn more about Jane, you can read her blog at whataboutmomblog.com. She writes about a lot of different things, from politics to interesting experiences to uh, her ideas to being a mother, uh, to anything, really, that catches her her writer's mind. And she's got a a strong voice and, and a really sharp intellect which is, of course, what drew me to her in the first place. You can also follow Jane on Twitter at twitter.com slash whataboutmom. And if you want to send her an email, there's a link in the show notes. All right, enjoy her presentation. So I'm really excited to be here. I started started writing a blog because my husband told me to. And so at first, it was all about my kids and my family. And then I started, I got onto an ad network, and I started writing for a wider audience. And I started doing giveaways here and there and networking with people and things like that. And so then my husband told me to start Twittering, too. And I thought, that's the stupidest thing ever. And it's, you know, how narcissistic to imagine that people would be interested in what you're saying every day, you know. Um, But it's really interesting. And on Twitter also, I started out with just my family. This is what we're doing. And but really fast, I started having business opportunities on there on there, too. And I am not a business person. In fact, my husband and I sometimes talk about this, like in the LDS church, how um, so many general authorities are business people. And we don't understand because aren't business people all worldly and want money and that's all they care about and stuff. So that anyway, so business is not my thing. But Twitter makes business really, really easy. Okay, networking, and I, I mean, I don't even speak business speak, but it's incredibly easy to network people with people on Twitter. Um, the person who is actually supposed to speak tonight is her Twitter thing is Startup Princess, and she actually is flying to London and Bulgaria. She's actually in Bulgaria now, um, working with orphans, and she got the whole opportunity and hotels and flights and everything. Um, through Twitter. And then when she needed a backup speaker, she tweeted about it. She said, hey, does anyone want to go to BYU and talk about Twitter? And I, and I responded and I said, sure, I would love to talk about Twitter. So that's the whole reason I'm even here is because of Twitter. So how many of you use Twitter? Can you tell me? So about two-thirds or so. How many of you are on Facebook? Okay. Um, Twitter is like Facebook, and it's like, um, how many of you stumble upon? Do you stumble upon? Okay, how many of you have your own blogs? Have your own blogs? Okay, about two-thirds again. Okay, so Twitter, if you don't know, is kind of combining all of those together, plus email and IM and everything, and it's just incredibly interactive, and you can share anything you want to share on it. So I have, I wrote up a little, this is my handout. So if you go to whataboutmomblog.com, that's my blog. And I don't know how to even change the resolution on my screen, so that's really sad. <laughs> but if you go to my blog, and then right there it says, like, Twitter for business right there. So that's 
that's what I've got right here is my handout. Um, okay, so Twitter really is the fastest way to share anything. Any links you have, any pictures you want to share. Apparently, you can share video on Twitter with Ustream and things like that. Um, so I encourage you to do it. And my whole point with what I was saying earlier about me not being a business person is that if I can do Twitter and like people will tweet about, hey, I've got this giveaway. Who wants to do a giveaway on their blog? And I'll respond. And then I, you know, and then I, so <laughs> if it's easy for me, it would be incredibly easy for you. Question? Okay, I, that's a good question. How do I follow, how do you handle it all? Um, which app do you use? I just use the website. Okay, I go to the website a lot myself because it's really easy that way. You can also do Twitter search. This is search.twitter.com and you can search for your own. And that's, this is especially helpful, I think, if you're trying to look for people to follow and stuff. The, um, I wanted to show you TweetDeck. Does anyone use TweetDeck here? Okay, if you use TweetDeck, I don't even know where my tweet deck went now. <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> if you use tweet deck, okay. Okay, really, I don't know how to do it. Will you come help me? <laughs> oh. This little birdie right here. Right there? Okay. If you use, do you use tweet deck? If you don't, okay, so you should get on tweet deck. And this is kind of sad or bad maybe, but you can group people into um, your real friends. Like I have my group of real friends. Or you can group people into your business contacts or people from Utah or people that, you know, people you're following who don't follow you back. Twitter's a great way to find a mentor or something. So that's how I would organize it, is organize it into, you know, the people that you're actually really wanting to keep up with. Because, and then especially, um, and then do you use hashtags? Okay, so hashtags, and you don't even really need hashtags because with search.twitter.com, um, it'll find keywords for you whether or not there's a hashtag is the pound sign, whether or not there's a pound sign in front of it. And I know for a web startup group, it's pound WSG, right? So if you do that, you can find everything. Um, so does that answer your question? Yeah, That's close enough? So I don't really like TweetDeck because it's got the white type on the black background. It's kind of hard for me to read it a little bit. I, so one thing you should do with Twitter if you're not using it yet is explore all the different apps, right? And there's um, the one I like personally myself is BeTwittered. On the, if you have like an iGoogle homepage, you can use the BeTwittered app right here. And it's a lot better when my settings aren't all weird and stuff. So <laughs> then I can actually read it. Okay. Then you can share photos and everything. And you can promote yourself. Do all of you own your own businesses already? Tell me. You own your own businesses. Is it a web-based business already? Okay. How many of you want to have a web-based business? I assume that's why you're here, or maybe you got forced to come for some other reason or something. Okay. So really, and some people think that Twitter's already over, or that not enough people are on Twitter, or that it's a passing fa fancy or phase or fad or whatever. But it's really, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it is, but right now it's the best way to get stuff out. Okay, I want to. So I'm gonna tell you a really fast story. Has anyone heard of the Motrin moms scandal? Yeah. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago or something, 
or months, might have been, Motrin, right, ibuprofen, had this YouTube campaign, and they wanted to go viral, right? Who wants to have their stuff go viral, right? You want your marketing campaign to go viral. You want everybody to pass it on because they just loved it, and they had to tell everyone they know about this awesome commercial. So Motrin did this commercial about baby-wearing moms, moms who wear their babies in slings, right, or the front carriers like a baby Bjorn or something, right? And But it was really um, patronizing and the baby wearing community got really mad. It was all about how baby wearing is the latest fad, but it makes your back hurt. And they say it's good for the baby, but your back hurts and stuff like that on and on and on. So the Motrin moms, they started a hashtag. They started this group. Everyone started tweeting about it. And it, they started the, the YouTube campaign like on a Friday. And so over the weekend, people started tweeting about this awful thing that Motrin's done. Don't they respect us? Don't they know that moms buy most household drug items? You know, I mean, women, moms make these choices about what's in your medicine cabinet. So anyway, they didn't do their market research. They didn't do focus groups. Who knows? I don't know what they did, didn't do. And anyway, by the end of the weekend, there were like hundreds of thousands of tweets about this awful Motrin campaign. And so they had to pull it off you know, completely and try to destroy it. But you can still find it if you go to YouTube and look for Motrin Moms. But it was just an incredible example of you don't... And um, so how do you, does anyone know, how do you get around that? How do you make sure your brand, if you have a business already or if you're going to have a business, how do you find out what people are saying about your brand online, right? You should have a Google alert, right? You set up a Google alert so that Google will send you, if anybody writes a blog post about your brand or about you, that you'll get the RSS feed from that. You can also set up an RSS feed on Twitter so that anytime someone Twitters, um, you, you type in your search term right there. Type in your search term, you go to that page. So I can do, what about mom? Except for it's and then search. I don't know if there are any with it with it spaced out. Probably not. That's probably not me. But if I put without the spaces, and most of these are actually things I'm already going to see, except for right here, this, whoever this is. Is this someone who's here? Emil? Somebody? <laughs> okay. So he's here. And I wouldn't have seen that because the only, the, the only replies I see on my replies page are the ones that actually start with the reply. If he had said, you know, that he's actually responding to me. But since he put it in the middle, I wouldn't have known that he was talking about me unless I have this. And then I've got my RSS right here, of course, so I can set up an RSS feed and it can come into my Google Reader or wherever else I read my RSS feeds. So you should definitely do that because you want to know what's being said about you. I also want to add Monitor. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of it. Okay, so it, does it pull in like blog posts and Twitter and everything I mean, then? It's, or? Most, it's just Twitter, that one. But um, like instead of having to actually search for it, you just type it in. You can do like four different searches for exactly the time. And as people tweet about it, it'll show up. Okay, and if you want to search more, yeah. And the same thing with TweetGrid. Have you heard of TweetGrid? I mean, so that's the same thing. I won't go to there, but TweetGrid does the same thing, although TweetGrid is ugly. Like, I don't know if I can change the color scheme or what, but I can't even look at it. It makes me cry. So, like yesterday, oh, so go ahead. Sorry, I was going to ask, does that search the, all of the actual text, too, or just links? All of the text, really? yeah. Because remember when I did it first and I put the spaces between what about mom? It was pulling up, you know, they said what about, you know, my dog oh, yeah. and stuff, and mom says the dog is dumb or something, you know. So, yeah, it searches all the text. Okay. Um, yesterday, when I was making up this, these, this set of links for you, I, I hope you can find some, you know, go back to this or whatever, and if you want to check out any of these links. Um, <laughs> 
I found this article from Chris Brogren called 50 Ideas on Using Twitter for Business, and it's a pretty good article. And, but I didn't know who Chris Brogren was. I'd, I'd kind of heard of him before. So I, did a, I just did a, a tweet. I said, because I asked my husband, because I usually turn to him for these sorts of things, you know, is he cool? I said, is Chris Brogan cool? I don't know who he is. And Tom had no idea. So I tweeted, I said, you know, Tom couldn't answer this pressing question for me. Is Chris Brogan cool? And he responded within five minutes. And I hadn't even, put, you know, I hadn't made a reply to him or anything, but he was monitoring it, right, on his RSS or whatever. And he responded something, you know, self-deprecating and funny. So I'm thinking, well, of course he's cool, because he responded in five minutes and he said he wasn't. So obviously he is. So, Okay. Um, let's see. Another thing, uh, the customer service aspect. Um, the great companies who use Twitter well are the companies who are monitoring themselves right and then who respond to problems. I'm on the blog Her Ad Network, and if I ever, I've, I've mentioned them a couple times, and I just get responses immediately saying, oh, go to this link and it'll help you. You know, it'll tell you exactly what you need to do. And so if you're a good company and or if you're a good brand. And nowadays, it seems like all of us, especially if you have your own personal blog, you are your own brand, right? And then I made up this, this little handout thing, and I Twittered about it, and I said, you know, does anyone have anything to add? Did I forget anything? And the thing that at least three different people told me was the build relationships. And this is kind of where the business speak comes in, I guess, that you want to add value or something. Because relationships, for me, I, I mean, I talked about networking or whatever. I thought that's what that meant, <laughs> was the build relationships. But... They said, like, so if you do have a company or if you have a company in the future, you know, make sure it's real people. Because you can follow New York Times, you can follow JetBlue, a lot of people like to follow, you know, lots of different companies. But if you just have some empty corporate thing, it really doesn't do any good. You need to have somebody personable and stuff, obviously. So that's all I wanted to say about that. And then I think my time is almost up, unless anyone has any other questions. The only other thing I guess I should mention... Um, that Startup Princess wanted to make sure I mentioned was, and this is the one good thing about TweetDeck, I might try it again. And you can also tweet from your Twitter from your phone, obviously. Hopefully, um, you can do that. You can do anything you want. On TweetDeck, if you do use TweetDeck or something like that, you can, um, you can shorten your URLs right here. You use tinyurl.com or tr.im. You, you can use any of the different suffixes or whatever those are called. And then you can also upload your pictures right there, too. So that's, I think that's why people like TweetDeck, because you can do it all there without having to go to somewhere else. I do, and it does. Yeah, if I go to my, um, my Google Analytics, my FeedBurner Analytics, too, and stuff, it does. Yeah, it does. And um, I, people, and I actually have more followers. Right now, I have more followers on Twitter than I do have subscribers to my blog, which is, you know, weird. And that's okay. It's interesting. And then, um, so yeah, I'll do a link. I'll say, hey, I just wrote about this, or what do you think about this? And then I'll put the tiny URL to my blog. Um, you want to be careful, though. Like, if every single link is just to you, people are going to get bored. So you have to link to other people, and you have to do other things. Is that right here? Have you ever used Hummingbird for Twitter? Nope. Has anyone else? Hummingbird for Twitter, you have? I have a Hummingbird. Okay. I love it. It helps you generate a lot of followers really quickly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too, like I said, I'm not, I'm not even in it for business, really. You know, I, um, I've got some really good friends in Australia now 
who I talked to through Twitter and the blog, and I ne- you know never would have met them or something. And then also, I, I wrote a post a few days a few weeks ago about um, how sometimes it's hard to make friends. We just moved back to Utah, and sometimes it's hard because people already have their church and family friends and everything. And someone on Twitter is like, "Well, I live in Harriman, and I live in Eagle Mountain now." And she said, "I live in Harriman. Let's meet up for lunch." So we met up the next day for lunch and stuff. So you can connect with people in Australia and in Utah and stuff. I don't. I. I don't. I don't add people anymore unless the. When I first started out, I. Um, yeah. I guess I probably did at first. I no. I never did that. You should though. You should go to Ad Friends and search that, or just go to search.twitter.com and search for terms that are um, or monitor or and you know any kind of search function. Search for things you're interested. In. Or if there are blogs you read, you know if any of the blogs you read are. You know, they should be on Twitter too. And then what you can do is, you know, if there is someone you really like, you go down and you click on them. Like this is this is someone I really like, and so I this is my husband. <laughs> so I would go down and say I really like him, and I could look through and say, oh, who's he responding to? I might want to follow someone that he responds to, or I could look at his set of followers and say, or his the set of people he's following, and follow the same kind of people. So then it just kind of branches out more organically, I think. Okay, and now when people follow me back, I'm not following people back unless they, my new policy is unless they at reply me at, one, at some point and sound like a normal person instead of some sort of bot or something because you get a lot of random people who, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to follow everybody back because I don't care. So. When they send you a message, like everybody can, how do you like um, you don't, and you don't have to. Like when that—that's the thing. Like I follow about 175 people, I think, and I and I think about 500-ish are following me, and not all of those people are active, right? And they'll be on Twitter at different times of the day, right? And you don't want to waste your time. You have to use it smartly, right? You have to be smart about it. So that's why you go to um, TweetDeck, and you have the people you really seriously follow, your real friends or whatever, and then you always want to search your replies to see when people are responding to you, because those are people you should be paying attention to if they're actually responding to you. And then your direct messages are more private. They're almost like email. I don't know if that answers your question. Um, you, can't fo- you can't keep up with everybody, and you shouldn't try to. You, know? you should just try to be more efficient and stuff. So. Yeah, I see it's kind of like a river of news going by, sort of, and you just kind of dip in when you can. Right. Right, and I think it's really important mostly to be aware of what people are saying about you so that you can re- make sure you respond to those. And if you can't respond to everything else, then no one expects you to, of course. Okay, so the very last thing I just wanted to mention, and this is only because it's BYU, and I graduated here almost 10 years ago, which is sad for me. But um, the very last link I have on this on here is something that I want you all to go home and read. <laughs> Have you read Elder, Elder Ballard gave a talk? It was a commencement speech at BYU-Hawaii called Sharing the Gospel via the Internet. Okay, and obviously, I like my personal blog, I'm not, really, I'm not trying to proselyte. I'm not trying to convert people. I'm trying to, I just write about my life and being a mom or whatever. But I try to show, I try to be a good representative of the church. I try to say the church isn't weird and crazy. We're not weird and crazy. This is my life, and it's pretty normal. So, and then I was really interested, he said, the use of new media, make sure your choices, expand your mind, increase your opportunities, and feed your soul. And so, I mean, 
increase your opportunities. I really oh, I have a strong testimony. <laughs> no, but I really believe like Twitter really can increase your opportunities. So that's it. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.